Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. And uh, we are coming to you again from my pretty little house in Flagstaff, Arizona, up in the mountains with the snow. And uh, it's quite beautiful up here today. Super happy to see the snow. I know everybody else has been getting the snow, but we really haven't gotten it um, to speak of it all this year. So we got a little bit. It was kind of exciting, just a couple inches, but we'll take it. And uh, anyway, so yes, we are coming from the house today. you got to love technology, so you guys will hear the dogs in the background and who knows what. <laughs> it's a It's a low-tech show today. So I do want to apologize to everybody for just, not showing up yesterday. <laughs> you know, sometimes in this work that I do with with uh, assisting people, you know, with different things going on in their lives and that sort of thing, um, sometimes I just lose track of time and, and sometimes there are other things that, that have to be dealt with. And so we had sort of an emergency yesterday with somebody who was going through literally um, a life and death situation. And, and so I... I did just kind of lose track of the time, and all of a sudden I looked up and went, oh, my God, I forgot to do my show. <laughs> so I, I've given myself a strong talking to. <clears throat> I have been written up or something and and uh, grounded. And <laughs> so uh, anyway, we are back today. So I want to thank you for joining me. And today our topic is uh, dealing with Newton's first law which is basically an object at rest stays at rest and an object in motion stays in motion. And uh, this is something that I use all the time in my life. And I've found it to be incredibly powerful in a lot of different situations. And it's really simple to remember. And so I just decided that I thought we should share on that today. And so, of course, you guys are welcome to call in, ask questions, and uh, I am launching the chat as we speak. So uh, we will be able to communicate in whichever manner you like best. And uh, I see that somehow Blog Talk has said that my show is an hour and a half today. (laughs) I must have done that in the scheduling by accident. So... I'm not sure that we'll go a whole hour and a half. We'll see. Maybe we'll throw in a meditation or something at the end. Um, Anyway, so, yes, so today we're talking about Newton's first law, and um, this is something that I actually have found is, is very beneficial for even things like anxiety and kids' behavior and understanding the uh, energy of your house and the other people in it and work and just every aspect of life, you would be amazed at how this seemingly simple philosophy actually fits into absolutely every aspect of your life. So Newton's first law of motion is often stated as an object at rest stays at rest and an object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. Okay, so I really just kind of stick with the the first part, an object at rest stays at rest, an object in motion stays in motion, because that's super simple for me to remember. And uh, when I'm dealing with this, um, it's usually 
when uh, it started when I was younger, and before I had my kids, I used to be a body sculptor. So it's kind of like a bodybuilder, except you don't get big and buff. You sculpt your muscles almost like a piece of art. You sculpt your body with muscle um, building exercises and kind of things. And um, and so I had it in my head. I know my mom must have said it at some point. And so I felt like if I ever just stayed sitting, I was just at rest. And I wanted to keep the momentum because I worked so hard on my body back back in the day when I was young and I didn't have kids or anything else to do, right? And so I tried to always be in motion because I figured that way I was burning fat, I was keeping my muscles healthy, and it wasn't like this frantic thing. It was just if I was sitting, like talking on the phone, I would do leg lifts or I would do squats or I would do different things. And um, so I just kind of always kept some sort of motion going. And this worked well for me because I have, by nature, I do actually have kind of a high energy level. And so the constant motion not frantic motion, but just consistent motion, um, actually helped to keep my energy level pretty uh, pretty leveled out and pretty balanced. Um, and then I found when I had kids and, and life went on and whatever, and I started being more at rest that, well, obviously the body kind of went, right? <laughs> I'm definitely not not the lean, mean machine that I used to be, but that's okay. <coughs> um I also found that I became a bit more lethargic. Um, just everything sort of, it was good at that time because I had babies and, you know, I'm taking care of my babies. And so there there is a certain amount of sitting while the baby's sleeping and that kind of thing. And, and so I did find, though, that when I was an object at rest, it was harder to get moving because I didn't have that inertia built up behind. So when I'm when I was doing something, it kept that momentum going. So what I found was that even if I was a an object at rest or a body at rest because I'm holding babies or I'm doing office work or whatever it may be at that time, if I kept my mind on forward motion, if I somehow had some sort of forward motion going on, so even if it was making the grocery list that I needed to make for next week or um, making a plan for a future vacation that I really hoped I would take one day. You know, whatever it was, as long as it was taking the energy that I had and if I couldn't physically be in motion, at least um, take the energy and put it into taking some sort of steps towards a forward action that would consist of motion down the line. And so what I found was my life just continued moving forward instead of kind of going nowhere, just like, you know, sometimes you just lose track of time, and we've all done it. You know, there are times when I have been an object at rest, and I just sort of lose lose track of time. And and, uh, what I find is that um, not only do I sort of stay at rest, but the people around me tend to become lethargic as well. Or if I'm around lethargic people, or even if it's not, um, even if it's not lethargic, it may just be um, not getting anything done in my life. You know, so 
um, <laughs> I'm sorry, my phone has been an object in motion today. <laughs> it's been quite busy since 5 a.m. this morning. So we're going to turn the, the, uh, the cell phone off and uh, so I can focus with you all. So this object in motion stays in motion, object at rest stays, stays at rest, um, is valuable because it also talks to or speaks to our life in general. So you don't necessarily have to be physically in motion, but somehow making some sort of step forward is important. So when we, um, and again, I see that we have some new callers on and some some new people um, listening. If you feel like um, sharing, you're always welcome to uh, press one and speak with the host. Um, It's definitely an interactive show if you'd like. (laughs) So what I find is if, if I have a different perspective of what it means to be in motion or be at rest, that helps me a great deal because we're not just talking about a ball rolling up or down a hill. We're talking about our lives. And sometimes we're in these periods of life where we feel like we're stuck. We can't do anything, you know. I, I know that I have had situations where I'm there's just really nothing I can actually do at the moment. You know, I'm stuck in a job or, you know, the deal is I'm just, I am a stay-at-home mom. That's the way it is. There's nothing else I can do because there's nobody to watch the kids or what have you. And we get into these different situations and we may feel trapped. And so there we sit, an object at rest. When in fact, if we can begin to have some sort of motion in our life. This actually helps build that inertia, build that momentum so that things can move in whatever direction we're moving them in. So when we're feeling stuck, if we can, um, if we can just find something that will help move the energy forward, <clears throat> right? So whether it's you get up and you take a walk, right? It's helping your body. It's literally moving you forward, right? If you can get up and do a little bit of exercise, it's moving forward as far as your health goes. If you can, sometimes if you can reach out to somebody else and help them move forward, it doesn't even have to be you that you're moving forward. If you can help somebody else move forward, that also is beneficial. So anything that we can do, to uh, get the energy moving and get it out of that stagnation that's going to help us build that momentum so that it builds and then we just follow it. The thing we want to be careful about is the just the random um, motion that is not directed. So sometimes when we're getting stuck in life or we, we're frustrated with the way things are, we'll will do a whole lot of frantic motions. So I have friends and and clients and that kind of thing that they keep themselves busy so that they don't have to look at their lives, but it's not necessarily anything that's creating any momentum to move them forward. So we want to be careful that we're aiming that energy um, or we're directing that energy in, in the manner that we would like to move, right? So this frantic running around that people tend to do does nothing to help anybody. All that serves to do is stir the energy up 
and it doesn't actually move it forward. It just creates sort of this swirling vortex that then you're, you're stuck in this space and it's not calm. It's not directed. There's a lot of stuff moving, but nobody's directing it. So you do want to um, think this through and decide, okay, I'm, I'm in this job or I'm in this relationship or I'm in this living situation, and these are the things that, that don't work for me, and these are the things that do work for me. So I would like to see these things that don't work for me change. I don't see what I can do for those right now. But I do see these things that are working for me, so I'm going to focus more energy in the direction of things that do work for me. And I'm going to allow that momentum to build. Sometimes getting up and cleaning your house even is is a step forward and it moves. It literally moves the particles of energy in your house. One of the biggest things I do, um, it's hard now because there's a lot of tile floors here in Flagstaff, but I do have some carpet. And so one of the things I'll do if if it's feeling like there's just this lethargic energy or I feel like I can't move in my life or I can't get clear answers, I'll actually run the vacuum. And what that does is it actually shifts vibration of the particles in the house. The vacuum is a huge, um, it, it just does something to the particles of energy. As an empath, I can walk in to a house, walk back out and have the person vacuum in between and I walk back in, it feels completely different. So this gets things energized. And then after you, and anything that you can do, if you're cleaning your house, you're stirring the energy up and directing it in the manner of cleaning things, clearing things, getting the energy moving in the direction of a more positive direction. <clears throat> so sometimes when, you know, we don't know what else to do, this is something we can get up and do. And then as we're moving the energy in those more positive directions, we sometimes get little insights. Well, you know, so-and-so needed help with the business. They're just getting started. Yeah, they can't pay me, but I could help them move stuff forward. You know, you don't want to give all of your time away, but if you've got some extra time and things are lethargic in your own life or not moving in the direction you want, help somebody else move stuff in the direction they want. Just volunteer go volunteer for somebody you know get up and and help some friend or organization or something do something to accomplish a goal they wanted because what you're stating to the universe and the energy around you is i really want to just be involved in in moving things forward in accomplishing goals in let's go ahead and get a ball rolling and that momentum follows you And so the key is then to start switching it into things in your own life as those inspirations come. Because once you start moving that energy forward, the inspirations will come as to how you can switch this over into your life. So, you know, and I'm I'm kind of grasping at examples just from things in my own life or things that I've seen other people do. But for instance... If you're in a career or just a job and you're really looking for something else, it's really not fulfilling to you, um, one of the things you can do is not necessarily be distracted and not think about what you're doing while you're at work, but you can look at the job you're doing and say, okay, what else can I implement in this job? So say... You know, you work in an office, and I, I worked in phone centers for a long time, so I'll just say, you know, if you work in a phone center doing customer service or something, um, 
you know, you can do some extra things like uh, for me, I like, I like to draw, I like to doodle. And so I would, I would sit at my desk and I would doodle things that could potentially be little marketing logos or something for the company I worked for. Not that I was ever going to show them to anybody, but that's putting the energy into building business, moving things forward. It's um, taking some sort of action and focusing it on growth of some kind. So eventually, you know, my goal was to have my own business, which I do now, Sedona Elegance. You can go to SedonaElegance.com, and I'm learning to build websites, another one of those forward motion things. Um, you know, and and I got kind of good at, at doing my own thing, helping to market my own businesses. But in a lot of cases, I did it by learning how to market the businesses that I worked for, that I did marketing for them. Just that if that business is doing better and I'm helping to move a business forward, eventually I can move that over into my own business. Right? If you're in a relationship, in a marriage, and it's kind of become dull, not as exciting, not as fulfilling as it used to be, you can think of different things that make you happy, that make your partner happy, that sort of thing. You can listen to other people about their marriages and help them move their marriage forward, right? And then you can translate it into your own as well. So we do have a caller that would like to share. So area code 313, I'm going to pull you over. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm I'm all right. All right, and can I get your name or just a name? Um, my name's Dwight. All right. So, are you a uh, an object at rest or an object in motion? Uh, between between, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, what can we do for you this fine evening? Uh-huh. Well, I, I wanted to share something since you were okay. talking, uh, giving advice. Um, I, I, I discovered um, a really good network a person did. Um, they made to um, give like a professional overview of real and fake um, work-at-home opportunities with everybody. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's okay, I would like to share that network. Yeah. Um, the website and Facebook is Workers on Board, and YouTube. On YouTube, the account is Super Two Moms. It's with the number two, not the word two. But, um, and so, how well, does like this how does this relate to the topic? I'm sure it probably does, but how would you relate this to the topic tonight? Well, um, the I'm going to make you work for this. Um, <laughs> uh, well, with this topic, it, it basically relates to, um, you know, finding some things to do, you know. Um, in my in my case, I like to share this um, opportunity with people because um, it helps. Helping other people is um, it's really good. You know, that's something, that's, that's some momentum in itself. That's the best momentum, like service to others. And, um, you know, like with this whole network, it was weird because I had an idea, like someone needs, you know, it needs to be done. Like someone needs to 
um, put a network together, research all the real work at home jobs, and expose the fake ones, um, and put it out there. Because at this time, that's at this time is really important. You know, right. no one won't. Um, um, the economy is really bad, and plus, it's time to replace all these um, jobs out here. You know. Right, but, but with, yeah, I I get I get that, but since it's not a business show, how does how did this help you? In, in did it help you shift things to keep things going for yourself? Did like it sounds like you took action on something? So what what created your momentum to do that, and and what did it help you shift out of? Um, it basically, it's in the process. Like, I'm still in the middle of the process. I like how okay. you said, you know, to start doing things to create that momentum, you know. Right. Um, it feels like, you know, I this this really came to me. So um, it's helping me to um, get my own independence. Um, okay. Yeah, I, there's some personal stuff, but... Uh, I'm in like a situation where um, right. I'm I'm in a situation where like um, I guess family business and stuff and opportunities from the city I'm at there's very scarce like I'm from Michigan Detroit okay and it's you know it's just to have a job here um, or wherever but it's not really for me I want to step out into doing my own thing. So did you find kind of feel trapped like we were talking about? Definitely. And then there was a way for you to take action and at least get something, at least get the energy moving? Is that... Because I think that's happening with a lot of people at this point. You know, you you kind of all of a sudden are stuck. And um, so so then you use these opportunities to help other people too? Um, I actually, I only just discovered these um, this thing, but um, like I haven't really taken action on it. Ah. I'm more in a uh, yeah. I'm more in like a state of reflection and stepping out the old door, ready mm-hmm. to close it, lock it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Cover up. Keyhole, no peeking in type of thing, and just move forward because uh, it, I have a mission. You know, it's a it's a bigger mission for me, so it's it's not really as simple. Um, whatever is going to happen, it, it's a I have to make the decision myself, like the pathway, but it has to do with like um, a collaborative thing with um, a, you know on a, every level materially. Right. Everything. So, but it's my part, and okay, what I'm going to do when it, you know, when things play out. But whatever plays out is way bigger than me. I believe um, I'm not going to be more. I, I, I believe I'm going to start traveling. Um, so start traveling. So in order to make that happen you have to become an object in motion, especially if traveling is what you want to do. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a, yeah. 
So it's really easy. One of the things that I, like I don't really have notes on what I'm going to talk about for the shows. I do little bullet points or whatever. But one of the things that I did want to touch on um, is how we we tend to allow excuses to get in our way. We make excuses about, and I don't know that you are. I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes we're just, we put it off and we put it off. Well, I'm going to take action and I'm making all these plans, (sighs) making all these plans. But we we don't actually put any of them into, we don't take the steps to put the plans into action so there's no motion. Those plans are being made, but they're actually just objects at rest in our head. So yeah, that, like the, it feels like that's part of what you're falling into, right? Well, that's something I um, feel into, uh, like a roller coaster. Uh, mm-hmm. Somewhere like, I've been at that point. Now I'm kind of coming out of it. Good. Um, but I believe that that's actually a part of. Um, I, I look at it and I say, okay, it's two things. One, I should never been in that position. But then again, somewhat parts of it, I was supposed to. I was supposed to um, kind of sit right. sit it out for a second. Um, but not as much because now I kind of de- defeated the purpose, with, um, like blocks and stuff. There's blocks. Right. Um, you know, this city is not, this city I'm in is no joke. Like, I mean, right. it's, it's really, it's not as what people make it out to be. Like, mm-hmm. um, but it is. It, 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 it over-exaggerated, but it is to a point where, you get robbed out here. You, you know, it's like right. so much book, so much crap. So I have blocks. I have blocks that I'm not even aware of. Like, um, I, I mean, it was to a point where I go out all the time, but now, you know, it's been like some, on a subconscious level of fear of, you know, uh, of, you know, somebody's going to set me up or blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, right. people need to get out of those blocks. We is um, blocks of fear and um, believing in themselves, like it was a confident thing, confidence thing where, you know, someone see somebody else get, you know, be successful, no matter where you at, it, it just tends to be a lot of people who are, who would want to interfere with that family, friends. And mm-hmm. So it's a lot of stuff, you know. Um, right. Yeah, I, I had to work out blocks. And so I can I ask how old you are? Because you sound young. How old oh, are you? I'm, I'm 28. Yeah, you're young. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's young. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're still in the middle of that process and figuring things out. Yeah, so you know, I think... That, oh. Go ahead. You, you know what I think, too, is um, right... A lot of people are discovering, like, like I have discovering like this these um new this new age you know this new age we're moving into, and how we it's so difficult to step out the old world into this new um world that we are creating right. um definitely with people around us and stuff so well, in understanding, yeah. I don't know if you if you've listened to many of the other shows or not, but that's part of that's kind of my path in life is helping people bridge between the mainstream and the more mystical 
not in like a real flaky, airy-fairy way, but in helping them understand because we have all these <clears throat> all these gifts that are rising. You know, everybody's psychic. Everybody has their own manner of sensing things. It, it just is a part of us, and it's becoming more and more prevalent. And so, like, figuring out how to fit everything into day-to-day life, but we're still evolving and ascending and, and changing. And so... Um, it is hard when you live in, in, especially in areas where it's very earthbound, but you're somebody who is not very earthbound. Like, yeah, you live here and everything, but maybe you are aware of the new world that we're moving into. And it can be difficult. And so that's, that's really kind of why I do this show is to help people learn how to manage day-to-day life and understand what's happening you know, so that they can, and give you guys tools to help maneuver through it. So, um, so I have the feeling that you're um, kind of um, a mix between, I don't know if you're, are you familiar with like Indigo and Crystal Kids and that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so my feel is that you're, because um, it's actually kind of like a, a spectrum, right? It's not like different, completely different categories. It's a spectrum like the rainbow. And so it feels like you're high indigo almost to crystal, your vibration. And so I'm sure that you have a hard time where you're at right now, where your physical location, you know, because you're probably picking up on everybody else's feelings. You probably feel like you feel the energy of the other people around you, right? Oh my, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, so it's so tough. <laughs> so as like you probably can can chart back like when did you start staying in more? Can you tell exactly like when that started? Well, that's I can tell like off and on like cycles, but I understand what you're saying. Um, I believe. I had um, I have a neighbor who's um, got alcoholic issues and stuff. But, um, I believe just at that point, as you know, we're like a new neighbor, and then um, that that takes a bit of reflection. I actually look right. back on that. Because I bet that you can you can probably track it back to when there was some sort of a shift. And what you were feeling just became too much because you were just, and it could be like there are um, there are a lot of things going on right now in our universe with different star setups going on and different portals opening and all this crazy stuff going on as we begin this ascension that, that the planet is in. And so <clears throat> those are affecting us, but, I mean, they don't talk about that, you know, on 60 Minutes. So most people never know that stuff is happening. And and it affects the people in the Earth's um, frequency, The like the scientists measure the frequency that the core is putting off, right? That's actually rising. And so that frequency rising is making people really antsy because a lot of them are not rising with it. And so if you're empathic, like I feel like you probably are, you're feeling all of that from the people around you that, Like they're getting more uptight or they're getting, you know, shifts that they don't know how to handle 
and it's not real pleasant for you to go out in because you're feeling it. That's probably one of the biggest reasons you need to not be where you are. Okay, I understand exactly what you're saying, too. Uh, it, it took me a second to calm my mind, and um, it instantly came to me when that happened. And it, it has a lot to do with um, the energy uh, shift. Right. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, when I'm we, pretty... you know, when we shifted into the new year, when we went from 2013 to 2014 and Chinese New Year, um, both, you know, really close to each other, obviously, um, there was such a massive shift that it it's like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, I'm 48, so I've seen a whole lot of years shift over, but this one was like nothing I've ever seen. So if you notice, there was a big shift in October. It was just people changing left and right. It was crazy. And then um, there was, well, August was a big one. September was another one. October... <laughs> And then really the shift between, like, coming into the new year and then the new year itself. Like, this whole 2013 into 2014 has been massive, massive, and people are not handling it well in a lot of cases. You know, the the people in the mainstream that don't understand what's happening. So you probably are feeling a lot of that. And, you know, that's one, that is one aspect that we were going to talk about in the show is, you know, how do you, like, if you're feeling all this and you feel trapped and you can't move, how do you gain the momentum to become an object in motion? Because clearly you want to get out of where you are. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I have, like, um, good mentorship. It, it's really, you know, I, I'm just thinking about not instantly rise my vibrations up. Um, right. It, and get into something positive, no matter what it is, even if it's cleaning right. up, cleaning something up, or just anything positive, like nice. listening to music, you know, mm-hmm. it instantly shifts that cycle of energy. Right. And what it does is it actually, because everything puts off energy, it actually shifts the particles in, in the room. So, like, music was another one we were, I was going to touch on. Um, you know, you want to, like, obviously pick the music that that moves it into the direction that you would like to have it, you know, the energy that you want to have it. But it actually gets the particles around you moving. So that at least begins the momentum, even if you don't know how to begin your own, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, that dimension that of uh, vortex is. is I, I I learned like the the debris. I, I can feel like with the crown chakra, it's like uh-huh. debris can get all stuck in the vortexes of energy, and it's it's a real thing because um, you you know how you was talking about the shifts. I get uh-huh. really negative. That's right. I, I can feel I can feel the shifts when I get really really negative. Uh, because I end up taking a more negative bias than a positive, and um, I, and I, I end up intensifying those energies, taking that energy and making it more positive. But um, yeah, it, it's um, it's real, real because um, I actually can feel it like a piece of bubble gum. If it was like a big glob of <laughs> right. bubble gum or something on my head, and right. it just like snaps off or something. 
Right. Yeah. So, so do you do you take time to cleanse your chakras and and that kind of thing? During um, somewhat, somewhat. Okay. I, I'm not serious. Because it's really, um, it's actually really important to do that. And because you do kind of gather dust just like a bookshelf or something. And you're, like you said, your chakras do kind of attract that stuff because they are vortexes. And so they're, you know, they can pull stuff in. And so if you can, um, you know, spend a little time every day, especially in the shower is really good, the shower or the bath, and just ask that, you know, any energy that is unsupportive, any energy that's disharmonious with yours just be washed away. And uh, and you can ask, you know, we all do have a team of angels and they're Christ consciousness or above, right? And so you can just ask that they assist as well if you like. And um, <clears throat> it definitely makes a difference. But even if you you don't feel comfortable doing that, just letting the water run over um, your your chakras, just that whole core of you, and I find it's really helpful to do it down the back because it seems like over your head and down your back. It seems to be that um, that's a really, it just pulls everything out and washes it away. And so that also is a good way to get motion because you're getting the motion started in your chakras. So by cleansing your chakras, it gets things moving as well and you can set the intentions. And there's um, there's a, uh, are you familiar with um, Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks? Oh, uh, sounds familiar. Okay, she's pretty know. famous. She's pretty famous. She's a channeler that channels a group that calls themselves Abraham. <clears throat> and um, they have a meditation that you can like, It's I think it's 14 bucks for the whole CD, and that's called Getting in the Vortex. And it feels like that would be a really good one for you. And they're mm-hmm. just there's four different meditations that are 15 minutes each. And uh, there's one for general well-being, one for finance, one for health, and one for relationships. And uh, and then of course the channeling as well. And uh, she's she's very mainstream actually, considering she's a channeler. I think she works through Hay House. Um, but. Uh, the getting in the vortex meditations are really good because what happens is you can be in meditation and it helps you start the uh, motion and the momentum for yourself while you're in that nice, calm, meditative state. And it amplifies what you actually... It's so quick how things can change when you start doing those particular meditations. So that might be a good one for you, actually. Sounds good, and it, um, it is very important to, um, at this moment, it's really important to get into, like, the spiritual consciousness. Um, that's why I was thinking, like, with the shifts, the the mental, the material consciousness is, like, the at this time would be, it's the wrong one to get into at this time. It, it's, it's, like, that is the worst. Like it, uh, before now, it it was more forgiving if you was more in your mental mindset. But, right. Um, at this time, there's so much going on, you can't process that in your um your material consciousness. 
And when you start right. getting those spiritual energy consciousness going, it, it that's that's the thing that need um, need to be operated at this time. That's well, why what's we got autism. We're moving. We already did the from third to fourth dimension. Now we're moving from fourth to fifth dimension in our states of consciousness. So that's why the material doesn't work anymore because we're already out of there. So yeah. we can enjoy the material things, but but they can't be what we live for. They can't be what runs our lives because that's not what any of it's about anymore. Yeah, um, right. Not really yeah. functioning. Not really functioning off of it. You know, living right. with it, but not functioning on that level. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and the people who are still living in that material aspect, they uh, they're the ones who are really having a very hard time right now. There's there's a whole lot of people checking out of this earth at this point. There's a whole lot of people, um, you know, having strokes and heart attacks and all these different things. It's uh, it's becoming more and more common to have you know to hear about people passing away, and it's because they're not adapting to the new way and the new states of consciousness. And then there's you know more and more people with all kinds of crazy stuff going on in their lives, and and uh, you know it can be a little scary because that's what we hear about in the financial stuff and whatever. But when we look around, the people who are out of that materialistic end of things, who are balanced and really raising their state of consciousness and getting into the spiritual, really, in a balanced way, um, things are, are really moving pretty nicely for, for them, you know. Um, so there is a lot of motion happening for those who are sticking to that more enlightened path. So, um, okay, so anything else you want to share with us? I just kept you on for like oh. almost the whole show. I'll just interview you. <laughs> so, um, I appreciate yeah, I, you sharing I, with us. Oh, gladly. Um, I, I, yeah, I was really just going to share the website. Um, okay. I'm glad I'm feel honored with the interview. It was good. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I wish you luck. And it sounds like you have a good head on your shoulders when it comes to the spiritual stuff. And, um, you know, just just keep up with what you know to be right. You know? You're on, yeah. It sounds like you're on a good path. And you yeah, did just take action because you did call into a radio show and get those websites out there. So yeah. <laughs> this is a great foundation um, platform um, because, you know, I, I was thinking, um, like this whole last year I was calling this on, you know, Blog Talk Radio. Um, mm-hmm. Networks, we, it, there need to be more networks like this out. And um, I'm seeing them. I should have already took action on some. It's about the confidence level and um, there was also confusion, like confidence and confusion issues. Um, the confusion also was like, okay, we're, you know, like you're looking at the world and it's like, the heck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. And you don't know which, which way to go. And, right. and it's, it's normal. It's really normal because, like, 
even this stuff confused even the greatest masters that ever walked on this planet, and I always think right. about that. Like, so if it did them that way, then anybody right. else shouldn't feel bad about it. So using it with, you know, like Buddha, you know, if you look mm-hmm. into his story, he was like one of the most confused ones. He was really right. confused. And then to like he, he really sat under the fig tree, and then it all came to him. And that's what I wanted to bring up is how he sat under the fig tree and then he waited for his guidance. And mm-hmm. it's better to be guided from the spiritual pers- perspective. Um, right. Well, there's a saying um, amongst us teachers and so on that says every master was once a disaster. <laughs> you know, I have students who, who you know, because I've been doing this for over 30 years and I've built a, a pretty decent following and I have a lot of people who, you know, who take my classes and look up to me and that kind of thing. And the first thing I always tell them is, you know, don't expect me to be perfect. Don't put me on a pedestal. That's no good. You know, because the only reason I have any all these tools and all these different things to teach you is because I've had to use them all. How big a mess do I have to have been? Need all of these tools. (laughs) You know, and I'm still working with them. And You know, so it's true. You know, people tend to put um, the masters and the teachers who are here now and the healers, that kind of thing, up on a pedestal, just an excuse to put it outside of yourself. Like, we're all... The masters and the teachers and the healers are all people who had a mess and they just found a way out of it and they continued taking steps and taking action, you know, and we just keep doing it until it finally takes hold and there we go, you know. So it's... Um, I feel, I feel really motivated. I feel good. Really, really motivated. I think that's the <laughs> real inspiration is so important. Um, before even click um, dialing one, um, um, pushing one to get in, I was thinking like, yeah, the whole new world we we um, we're building a whole new world. It's right. um for people to like, it's automatic, you know, the science and I mean they they made a they they took a picture and a thermal imagery of the soul and they have they found traces of the consciousness. And so a lot of things are going to be proven, uh, recording right. dreams and memory. And those th- the memory thing was really big with me. Uh, once they uh, reported that they had recorded a memories from a rat and gave it back to it. Um, wow. I'm like thinking, like, yes, I was just thinking about that just the other day. Like, I can't wait. What is wrong? Like, I heard the sirens outside. I'm like, why are y'all, like, um, transporting these people with drones? Y'all using these drones to blow stuff up. What about the drones? Get these sirens. And then I was thinking, like, oh, my God, I was thinking, like, how much, how behind we are because of people's insecurities and fears and blocks and stuff and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, like, what's going on with school? We paying school, all this money. And these these things I'm learning about how other places have, you know, technology where you can learn in your dreams. You right. can literally do that and meet. And I'm looking at how technology will have us in our dreams meeting each other. Like, so well, we'll, and 
Energetically, we can do that already. Anyway, I need to I need to wrap up because I have another caller who who's going to pop over and chat with us. So thank you for sharing with us. That was awesome, and I hope you are motivated. And um, I hope you call back in and tell us how things are going. And you know. Yeah, I, I do want to say one thing before you go. Um, is, okay. Is this, um, every. It, all the things that people seem like they're sitting around, it's not, it's not. It's all going to be used in the future. Everything. Right. And whether they stay here with it and carry it out, it's going to all be used in the future uh, because the future is not about the material. Um, right. So I'm looking at all these projects I have. I do, I, I, I have a chat, it's like a chat line I want to start up. And stuff like that. I gotta but say, automatically come. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta run over to this other caller, but because I don't okay. want to lose them either, I want to give them a chance too. And we're almost out of time, so thank you. And and you sound like you have a good mind on your on your in your head. I think uh, you just need to keep moving forward with it. And we will talk to you again. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. All right. And I believe we have Robert on the phone with us. Hey, Terry. How you doing? Hello. <laughs> so we're talking about, or we were talking about, um, okay, so everybody, this is Robert. He's uh, he's in Florida, and he's one of my, my teachers and long, long-time friend and so on. And So we were talking about an object in motion and objects in rest and and how that applies in life and spiritual aspect of things. And so... Um, so I had actually asked Robert if he wanted to join us. So he's somehow my show said it was an hour and a half today. So we may be doing an hour and a half instead of an hour. So okay, if, I can if only you join and I get to chatting. <laughs> I can only join you for a few minutes. I'm kind of on break at work, but <laughs> all right. So so how do you feel about this? Because I know you and I kind of talk about the sometimes we become objects at rest and it's not so great for us and we get stuck yeah. on our paths and. So did you have stuff you wanted to share about that? Oh, I certainly do. There's a lot of ways you could talk about this. There's right. one thing that I learned uh, years ago uh, was that there are like two main forms of motion in the universe. Uh, one is rotary motion, kind of like being comfy, going round and round in the same place. Could be comfy in your comfort zone good. Could be comfort not so good. Could be comfy you know, with things being bad, but at least comfy with it. And then there's propulsory motion, which is like moving forward. And uh, propulsory motion could be like, you hear people talk about, oh, you know, somebody's spiraling upward. Uh Or they talk about, oh, somebody's in a downward spiral, like the actor who just uh, passed on recently from a heroin dosage. Uh, right. So he got caught in that, and that's a good example of, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, it's easy to get caught up in uh, one form of, you know, being at, uh, in motion in a way that doesn't work for us uh, and for a long time. And then finally get to the point of saying, I can't do it anymore. i got to change. i got to go a different direction. And right. uh, that's kind of where I am right now. I'm leaving the job or trying to leave the job where I'm going, uh, I'm working right now, <clears throat> to do things that are more fulfilling to me. 
And so I know all about that. I, 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 I face that every morning when I wake up. Well, and that's something that I think people, it is something I wanted to touch on, and, and we sort of got kind of carried away in another direction. Um, but, um, you know, being an object in motion isn't quite enough. You want to be an object in motion headed in the right direction. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of it an is, important yeah. thing. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. it's almost worse than being at rest. If oh, yeah. you, you know, and so I don't, I don't know about you, but sometimes I find, you know, I'll be in motion, 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 motion. And all of a sudden, I go, okay, I don't even know where I'm headed anymore. Mm-hmm. I just need to, and you know this about me pretty well. Like sometimes I'll just shut down completely for a week or a month or something, and just okay, hold it. What, what is it I'm wanting to do? What is it? And so being at rest is actually in my, in my best interest. Because then I can stop and figure out what it is I want to do. You know, and yes, I lose the momentum, but I'm losing the momentum in the wrong direction. So that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, I guess right. I would think of taking the time to stop and regroup as being in propulsory motion. It, it's, you know, physically maybe relaxed and, you know, even meditating, but I'm I'm looking at where I've been, where I want to be, and... Where I feel I, what I feel I need to do to move forward, so I'm helping myself to move forward right. and get back into that propulsory, propulsory forward motion, right. uh, in, in a way that you know is more fulfilling. So it's like you can be comfy going round and round and round and round in circles and using up lots of energy, but in the same place. Right. You know. <laughs> You're stuck well, and going a lot of people place. do that too. You know, yeah. they that's their way of not looking at themselves and. And you know we've I've seen you Being do it. Being a workaholic, you do yeah. It. Yeah, we we both mm-hmm. tend to do that every now and then, and and then have to go. Wait, holy crap! Wait, <laughs> I'm I'm moving and moving and moving and not really getting anywhere. And uh, you get back to that. Uh, wait a minute, what is it I was really here to do? <laughs> right, right. And how can I do that now? Like uh, in regrouping for the year, uh, one of the main phrases that came to me is um, small steps forward add up quickly. Right. Nice. And it's like there's another way of looking at it like if your goal isn't doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. On the other hand, so it's great to have a great goal or you know, large goal or dream, but then it's breaking it down like we talk about all the time into bite sized pieces and so I don't overwhelm myself, and I can do little bits each day, and that's what I'm really working on being patient enough to do now. And that's it's hard, it's <laughs> right, and but it's it's you, good, you know. Don't you think too that sometimes, and I've just recently kind of come to this. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, people have these very large goals, and. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, not always, but in some circumstances, I see them make the goal so large that from where they're starting, it's, it's just a pipe dream. Not that they can't ever achieve it, but it's like they create a goal that's so large they can't ever reach it or they don't even know how to get started on it. But it, it's almost an, avoid, an avoidance tactic to actually dealing with life. And so yeah, you know, some, there be. are some people who just always have these huge goals, and, and you don't want to, like, 
discourage them, but they never get anything done, never get anything done, never get anything done. And it's recently kind of dawned on me that they set those, and I think it's subconscious, they don't do it on purpose, but they set those goals so high that somewhere in their subconscious mind they know they're never going to do it, but it gives, it sounds like they're doing something, and so it's their, it's their way of escaping, actually doing anything, because if they had smaller steps to take, then, then there'd be no excuse for not doing it. Well, that's kind of... Uh partially the way I do myself uh, in sometimes is I look at uh, the bigger <laughs> goals or dreams that I have and I overwhelm right. myself until I start to look at it and say, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, Rome wasn't built in the day. You didn't do the journey of a thousand miles except one step at a time. What's right. the first little piece? And I can right. have fun doing that. And then what's the next little piece? And uh, yeah, you know, it's like it's the journey instead of the destination. And that's a really powerful way of, it's very simple. It's an old cliche, but it's very powerful. Because well, I look at know, it as the destination, I'm, I'm going to overwhelm myself possibly. But I look at it as a right. journey, and I'm going from one little town to the next. And in that way, I can see all of Europe. <laughs> Wait, take right. months. <laughs> but I can't right. see it today, you know. <laughs> and, you know, there really is no destination because... Because life continues, so you set a goal and oh, yeah. you reach it. If that was your, that was the be all and end all, then what? You know. So it really is the journey because every goal is actually just a, a goal post or a mile marker. It's yeah. not. It doesn't stop well, there. So, <clears throat> yeah. That's where having that sense of a, a real life path or you know life purpose comes in, because there is no end to that. There are, you know, destinations along the way, but it's just an ongoing journey on down that river. You know, it's just the river keeps on going. That's kind of the way I see it. Exactly. And that takes a lot of pressure off, you know. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, it's, um, it's interesting to see how you can use the being in motion and being at rest to your advantage, you know, some te- some people mm-hmm. just always want to be in motion and they don't ever do the rest, and some people are always at mm-hmm. rest and they just never get motivated, and it's really a balance between the two, I think, that's a healthy way, Oh yeah. in my experience, you know, fact, you, go ahead. In fact, tomorrow I'm off work, and uh, part of what I'm going to do is take a little retreat with my, my guardian angels and uh, sit down, and we're going to have a little powwow, and, you know... Go right. a little further on understanding, you know, what I need to do next and have nice. a better understanding for it and take a little, like, personal <laughs> retreat like that for three or four hours and just shut off the phone and just not think about anything else but that. That's and, so important. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're, not, if you're not taking time to set a direction, then how are you ever going to get where you want to go or how are you even going to know where you want to go? You know, oh, we yeah. just get caught up going in circles and being busy all the time but not actually accomplishing anything. And so it's that being in motion, yes, is is important. But, again, like we said before, you want to have the, the motion directed in the proper direction. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to be at rest to kind of reset your course and know that you're you're going in the right right way. Make sure your course is going in the right direction. Uh, <laughs> this person I, I know, 
Uh, when she, she came over from uh, Cuba, when she got over here and she early on had her driver's license, she and a bunch of friends, you know, wanted to go out and go somewhere. And, and then they got in their car and they just sort of threw some things in there and they started driving. And then yeah. in the night, and then, where are we going? Well, let's go to Miami. You know, let's go to Boston. They probably, okay, let's go to Miami. They left Orlando. And they're already to Jacksonville. And they're going, wait a minute. And they started going the other way. And they just <laughs> grabbed the road and started going. And then they realized that they were halfway to New Orleans. And they go, wait a minute. And then they realized they had to stop and get a map. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that's such a that's such a perfect example for life, isn't it? You know, it's easy, yeah. easy, easy. So we have we have right. someone who uh, is saying, you know, the challenge is sometimes to be motivated and disciplined to do both. <clears throat> and uh, and I think that you know you and I know that, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's that practice. It's just practicing, <clears throat> you know, and. Uh, Figuring out what, it's kind of like figuring out what percentage of each works well for you. And you only get to know that by doing it, I think. You know? I think so, so too. Um, interesting. So we are just about done. Um, and I'm going to have show, to I know the show says that it's got another half hour, but for some reason it said it was an hour and a half today, and that's just not right. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> So well, I am going to go ahead and... to get going. Yeah. So I... Well, I'm so glad you called in. I love well, when you call in. So I'm glad you're doing. You're going to be doing evening shows now. Evening time. Yeah, I or... am. I'm trying to be more available to the okay. people who who um, wanted to join us more live, Good. interactive, and so yeah. So I'm doing it um, every evening. Well, no, I take that back. I'm not doing Wednesdays. So we're doing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, because the skull meditation is, um, you know, the crystal skull meditation that I like to go to is uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. So, oh, okay. So I'm doing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at 7.30 Eastern. So <laughs> Texas Pearl says yeah. we should use the hour and a half anyway. <laughs> we'll see if I can keep rambling. I don't know. I don't know. I think I have. I actually have been booked all day long. I've been on appointments all day. And uh, and Good. so I'm kind of brain dead actually for the show a little bit, so I'm real happy you called in because <laughs> it's kind of mush up there. So since 5 a.m. I've been on appointments. So oh boy, yeah. I've been doing that for days. Today I didn't have to, didn't have to get up early, but anyway, no no problem with being an object in motion in my life. So ah. all right, well thank you so much, sir, and, and okay. we'll talk to you again soon. Have a fabulous talk night. To you. You too. Talk to you again soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. So we do um, we do have a little bit of time left, and so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead and just sort of recap because we've had a lot of people join sort of late in the show. What we were actually originally talking about was Newton's first law: an object in motion stays in motion, an object at rest stays in rest. Um, <clears throat> and how powerful that has been in my life. We actually never really got to a lot of the stuff that I would have, um, but I think I think we we had a good show anyway. Um, I do just want to mention that you know when we are creating motion, um, we do want to make sure it's headed in the right direction, and it doesn't always have to be for us, right? So if if we need some kind of motion in our lives, and we don't really you know, sometimes it takes money to take steps forward or it takes time that we don't have or whatever it may be. So 
if you don't have the resources that you need to um, to move forward in your own direction, you can always step step over and help somebody else move forward with the intention that you're just building that momentum for yourself. And that helps other people and it helps you as well. And it's almost like the universe kind of magnetizes what you do at that point. And, uh, and the being at rest, you know, you do want to, it is good to meditate and it is good to be at rest and set your direction and everything, but it's also really easy to fall into that, I'll do things tomorrow, I'll do things tomorrow, I'll do things tomorrow. Or in Sedona, I see it all the time. People, I'm going to meditate on that just a while longer. I'm going to, I'm going to meditate on this this week. Or I'm going to, I'm taking this month to meditate. I'm taking this year to meditate. And they sit in meditation forever and they don't actually do anything. And so being an object at rest, yes, is important, but you don't want to allow that rest to become stagnation. Just like being an object in motion is, is a good thing as long as you're not frantically just spinning about and not actually, you're just being busy, not actually moving forward. So uh, the other thing I did want to touch on just real quickly is that when we have anxiety, um, it, it's, uh, for a long time I dealt with some really bad anxiety and of course their answer was to medicate it and so on. <laughs> and so what I found was <clears throat> that um, anxiety turned out to be a lot of, uh, part of the anxiety, I should say, was um, a lot of the energy that was trying to push me forward and I was just sitting tight going, oh my God, I'm feeling all this energy. I just, I can't, I'm feeling, I equated energy <clears throat> and momentum with anxiety. And so I'd sit and try to just make it go away and I'd try to meditate through it and and it would just get worse and worse because what actually needed to happen was I needed to move that energy. I needed to get up and do stuff. I needed to be moving forward in whatever project I wanted to work on. And So what I find is if I get that anxiety going on, if I can just get up and take some action towards whatever it is that I'm actually anxious about, because it's usually the universe sort of hitting the gas pedal <clears throat> and helping me along, but because I am equating it with anxiety, because that's what our culture tells us it is, I sit tight trying to figure out how can I calm myself down, how can I calm myself down. And so the, thing, the, the, uh, the same thing happens with kids that they deem hyper in a lot of cases, not always, but a lot of times. Kids that they would consider hyper, ADHD, that kind of thing, um, are in fact just very, very motivated with the universal energy that's flowing through them, <clears throat> and they just need a lot of outflow, a lot of physical and mental outflow. So engaging their brains and their intellect and keeping them physically active, as well as we've talked about on other shows, not giving them chemicals and all that stuff. Um, but it, it definitely makes a difference because it's good to decide what is anxiety or depression, and what is actually forward momentum being sort of lended to you. It's the universe lending energy to you so that you can go forward and you're trying to calm it down or medicate it away. And so there's this inner resistance. <clears throat> and so 
um, did just want to touch on those things because um, you can pull yourself out of depression, kind of the blues, um, anxiety, that sort of thing by just taking action and moving forward. Not to say that that's going to take care of all of it or that's the only thing it ever is, but in my own experience over the years, I found that what would be considered the anxiety is in fact just a whole lot of energy being lent to whatever it is I want to do. So I did want to share that with you all. And I am going to uh, go ahead and wrap up the show because, like I said, I've been running since 5 o'clock this morning and it was only supposed to be an hour show. I don't know what I did with the scheduling. (laughs) I want to thank you guys for joining me. And, again, I apologize for not being here yesterday. Um, For those of you who are just joining us, I I did have a, a friend who has sort of a life, um, threatening situation and, and I needed to be there for their family and for them energetically. And so I, I did sort of lose track of time and forget to show up to my own radio show. <laughs> so, um, But I'm here now and I will be here tomorrow. And uh, if you guys have any um, any ideas for topics, I love to hear them. Message me here on Blog Talk, Facebook, um, or on the website, mysticaltruth.com. You can always go to and schedule an appointment or um, contact me there as well. And uh, I hope to see you guys again. And I'm super happy to see my old friends here who show up no matter when I seem to show up. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you guys back again. So everybody have a wonderful night. And uh, as Winnie the Pooh would say, happy Thursday. And we will see you tomorrow, all right? Bye. Bye.